What's up, Abilene? Welcome to episode 15 of the People of Abilene podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. Really appreciate it. I have a really fun and uh, special guest today on the podcast. I will be visiting with Caroline Rector. Caroline is a homegrown Abilene resident. She uh, was born here, went to high school here, college here, and has started a, a business here. One of the reasons why I wanted to visit with Caroline was she is part of this new wave of entrepreneurs and innovators and business people that don't necessarily make their money or run their business through brick and mortar stores, but use the internet to expand to reach uh, a global audience. As of this intro, Caroline currently has over 88,000 Instagram followers, and she uses Instagram and her website to help people. Uh, feel better about themselves with fashion and interior design and a bunch of different things. And, and you'll hear all about that in our conversation. But when you hear, and we talk about this about a little bit in our conversation, when you hear about people that do what Caroline does, you often, often think about them living in Austin or, or Los Angeles or New York or any of these big metropolitan areas. But I really, really wanted to sit down and visit with Caroline and talk to her about her living this life and, and using this new way to to run a business right here in Abilene and, and I really wanted to showcase her and give her a platform uh, to talk about what she does and and really let other people in the community know what she's doing and and how they can and follow her and all those different things but also maybe there's some young high school kid or some kid in college that's listening to this podcast that says hey I don't have to go to these bigger cities to do what I love and and to do what I want to do for the rest of my life I can do that right here in Abilene. And so we're really trying to, with the podcast, to hit a bunch of these different opportunities that are going on in Abilene and show showcase how that could happen actually here in, in Abilene. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Caroline Rector. Caroline, thanks for coming by today and let me visit with you for a little bit. Thank you. I'm excited. Well, as anyone that's listened to the podcast before, no, I always start here. How, how did you get to Abilene? Oh, man. Okay, so uh, I didn't really have a choice in the matter. <laughs> um, I was born here. Okay, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Mom and Dad. Um, yeah, born and raised. Went to Abilene High High School and then um, wanted, like, a small college experience and so stayed here. Okay. Went to Hardin-Simmons. Um, go Cowboys. Yeah, go Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, yeah, actually, after I graduated from Hardin-Simmons, I was just, I was really happy in Abilene. I, I never really had that, you know, uh, like, screw Abilene kind of, like, mentality. Yeah. I, I always liked it here. Um, and so when I graduated, I already had, like, a career going. I was um, a wedding photographer at the time. And um, so I was happy with that. I bought a house. <laughs> I got a dog. I, like, put down roots. Um, this was all before, like, I met Aaron, my husband, or anything. I just was like, I'm happy here, and so I'm just going to be here. So you all, not necessarily always the plan, but you never went through kind of that typical Abilene phase where it's like, okay, I need to get away just for a little bit. I really didn't. Maybe a little bit later in life. I always think of myself as a late bloomer. And so it was definitely, you know, when I met my husband, that was kind of when it happened. And, and we um, lived in Dallas for a while. We lived in Austin for a while. We lived in Seattle for a while, and so that was kind of my, um, my, you know, 
moment of like, yeah. get me out of here. Kind of thing. Yeah. And I did like, I, I definitely did crave a change and it was good. I think it's both good to, you know, love where you are from, but also want to explore too. You Go know? see other things. You can't really appreciate totally something until you yeah. experience other things. So, so you said you did wedding photography. Did you do that while you were in, in school and in college? I did. Yeah. I started, uh, I think my junior year of college and just jumped in with both feet. That's how I am. I just, I just do it. When I find something that I like, I just jump in. Did you kind of eat like, did someone say, Hey, I'm trying to do this wedding, you know, would you, how'd you feel about doing it? Or did you say, I'm going to be a wedding photographer and then start yeah. like cold calling? Like, how do you, it, was, it, what was, was, <laughs> it was truly a, I'm just going to be a wedding photographer. I'd never picked up a camera before. I'd never like, uh, yeah, I mean, that tells you everything right there. Yeah. I'd never picked up a camera before. Um, and I just, I had seen some wedding photographers websites and I was like, this is cool. This looks fun. I'm going to do it. And so, um, just kind of put it out there like on campus and stuff and tried to like, you know, get my friends to like, Hey, are you getting married? I'll shoot your wedding kind of thing. (laughs) And it, it worked. Yeah. So how did you go from never picking up a camera to being a wedding photographer? Did you kind of just, I mean, I always, you know, talking to my parents or friends that, that are older is like, look, I, I, I just watch YouTube videos. That's yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. it, was it that way or did you like take a class? I mean, for those people that are like, Hey, I've always wanted to take photos. How yeah. did you kind of teach yourself how to do that? So, so much of it was just jumping in and like learning by experience, like learning through working basically. You know, I started um, shooting portrait sessions and a lot, like at the beginning I just did stuff for free, mm-hmm. you know? So it was like, not a lot of pressure. So that was a win-win. I think working for free for a little while was key. Um, but then, you know, after I'd been doing it for like, I think I went, I went to my first photography workshop after about a year of doing it. And that was amazing. I just, I think learning from other people is so cool. And when you can do it like in sort of a short term situation where it's not necessarily like where you're like paying to go to school for Mm -hmm. like a couple years or something like that. Um, yeah, workshops really helped. And then I read a ton of blogs on photography. It just like immersed myself in it. It really was like I ate, drank, sleep, slept photography. And so, yeah. That was so are, are, do you still do that or did, did you try? Well, I found about found out about your work specifically through Unfancy. Right, the, right. Was that kind of just the next phase of that or kind of how did you end up at, with Unfancy? Yeah, how, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I did photography for about eight years and towards the end of that, I was just ready for something new. You know, I like, I still loved it, but I was just like, I want to explore something different. And, um, so the thing was, was that I didn't know what that new thing would be. And so I was a little, it was a little bit of an uncertain sort of stressful time because you know, you got to have a job. (laughs) I was still shooting weddings, but I just wanted so badly to, to do something different. And, um, so during that time of uncertainty, I kind of started just tinkering around with my closet, like something that I, to be honest, something that I could control. Right. (laughs) And I was trying to just kind of like, you know, figure out my style a little bit. And I had that like common problem where it's like you open your closet and you have like a million things in there, but nothing to wear. Right. And, um, like all this like stuff from like tons of clothes from forever 21 that just were just a mishmash of no particular style. And so, um, so I kind of, I was just having a lot of fun, like sort of 
streamlining my wardrobe, like as a hobby. Yeah. And um, about that time, I came across the term capsule wardrobe, which is basically the the bread and butter of my blog, I guess. And so what a capsule wardrobe is, is basically a, um, like a mini wardrobe made up of just pieces that you love that fit you right now, that fit your lifestyle, that work for the weather. And you just kind of interchange it every season or so. Mm -hmm. Like, like as far as, you know, working with weather and if your lifestyle changes and that kind of stuff. But it's like you, you get rid of all the stuff, like the stuff that you're like, oh, this doesn't fit anymore, but maybe one day or like, oh, this, you know, was, I had a different job, but maybe one day or all those, like maybe one day clothes, you just like get them out of your closet. So whenever you wake up every morning and get dressed, all you see are clothes that work right now. (laughs) And it's just easier to make a decision. Um, so when I found that idea, I was really into it, um, did it myself. And then, um, as I was looking around for style inspiration from blogs and magazines, I just realized that a lot of uh, style blogs at the time were all like a brand new outfit, like mm-hmm. every day, yeah. um, really high-end, pricey clothes that I couldn't afford. And I just started thinking like, man, I wonder if like I could make a like a style blog yeah. for regular people, you know? And, just wear like jeans and a t-shirt and show like how I would maybe style this one piece, like this one top, like 15 different ways or something like that, you know, just like repeat clothes and and show the same clothes again and again. And, um, so it was kind of like that is like, I just found that sweet spot, that like gap in the the blog world. And I was just jumped in again, same way, same way I did with photography. And, um, yeah, that's how it happened. I just started blogging and it took off and I, I wasn't really expecting it to take off. Um, a lot of people told me blogging was dead. Um, but I just, I think no industry is really dead if you can find a gap in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I, I work with bloggers a lot on, in all, you know, my background is a lot of, a lot in sports and stuff like that. But it seems like people kind of fit in two different groups. It's either I like doing this. I feel like I was going to say, I'm going to say it. And if people listen to it, great. If not, so be it. Mm-hmm. Or I think there's a niche in this market. I'm actually going to try to build something specifically for this. Did you feel like you fit into one of those two more? Or was it just, I'm going to do this because I'm, I've had such a great time. I want to share it with people. But I also feel like there's a niche in the market. It was, it was definitely both. I saw that gap, but... From the very beginning, it was always like, this is just me. Mm-hmm. You do it however you want to do it. Right. You know, like I, I'm not an expert at all. Like I, I jumped in and basically shared my learning journey with everyone. And, and yeah. that's what I'm still doing. So when, when did you actually start the blog? When, how long have you been doing it? It was 2014. Okay. So, yeah. It's crazy. Did you, when you started, did you think... I could be doing this for, for the next three years and and for the foreseeable future. (laughs) No way. I thought, first of all, it's a joke because like, oh man, I'm not, I'm not really a stylish person. I've learned to be stylish from the blog, but -hmm. before that, oh man, I made the worst choices when it came to clothes and just had the most outlandish. I would wear like leg warmers and stuff. Anyway. So yeah. (laughs) But, but I mean, do you think, I mean, just think about it the opposite way is there's a lot of people out there that, that want to feel good in the way they dress yeah. and don't feel like they're stylish. And so 
you know, you, you read magazines and those people think they're stylish and try to, you know, wear this coat with all these different things. Like that's not comfortable for me. So right. you having this voice of, you know, I'm, I don't necessarily think I'm stylish, but I like this. This is what I'm experiencing. Yes. I mean, there's billions of people in the world. There's, there's definitely a market for people that feel like me that are in my, you know, point in life or in this point in life. Um, and Absolutely. we're able to like, like you said, grow together. Like you were teaching kind of learning it as you were going and people have just kind of joined along the way. Totally. Yes. And, and to me, that's one of the coolest shifts that I've sort of seen in the sort of style fashion world is that people are just kind of throwing out the rules and it's like, well, that may work for you. That's great but it doesn't work for me. So I'm going to do this. And we're both equally stylish at the same time. If that makes sense, people are just embracing their, what they like. And it's so exciting. I personally love it. So, and for those listening on the podcast, I, I'm going to get a little bit into the weeds because this is the stuff that, that I am really passionate about. And so I want to get a little bit more in depth, but so when you started in 2014, you were just doing a blog. You just created a blog. I'm guessing either Blogger or WordPress or whatever. And is that just where you're putting stuff? Is that kind of what the uh, were you on oh, doing yeah, it yeah. like on Facebook at the same time on Tumblr at the um, yeah to the 14 Tumblr probably would have been the next. Yeah. What, what were you? What was kind of what platform were you using? Or were you using multiple? I guess totally. Um, I started with WordPress, and that's still where I am. Yeah. Um, I love it. I have been really kind of frugal in the way I've gone about my blog like I haven't done I haven't had a big designer come in yeah. and do my blog I just bought a little template on Etsy it was like $30 um and as far as you know other platforms I am kind of what is the word well I'm an introvert 100 percent yeah and I'm pretty private and so I really I only have ever used Instagram for unfancy. I never use Twitter. I'm not even on Facebook. Actually, I'm not on Twitter anymore either. <laughs> um, so it's just the blog and Instagram. And that's it. Was Instagram or like, the, the, was Instagram, I guess it probably was up and coming at that point. So you were doing both at the same time when you yeah. first started? Yeah. Well, and, and for those of you that, that don't follow Caroline on Instagram, you are one of the very few apparently because you have over 87,000 people <laughs> That follow you on Instagram. What what number were, did you get to? Or like, wait a second, did it kind of like hit you? Wow, yeah. there's a bunch of people out here watching and, and reading what I'm doing. Oh man, oh my gosh. I mean, really from the from the very beginning, like the <laughs> I think I had like you know I was really proud. I had like four thousand followers as a photographer. Yeah, I was so proud. And um and when I started the blog, I remember like hitting 10,000 and being like, what is life? And then, and really though, a lot of the followers, it was truly a, um, like one of my posts just went viral yeah. and I probably got about like 40,000 within the, a matter of a week. Oh my gosh. It was actually, <laughs> like I said, I'm an introvert and it was a little overwhelming for me and still sometimes is. I mean, just like, um, a couple weeks ago, I just sort of dropped off Instagram for two weeks and didn't post. Yeah. And I was just like, I need, I need a little break. I need to recharge. And so it, social media is an interesting place for me because I, I love it. I love the community there, but mm. I'm also, I can easily get overwhelmed with it. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember what the post was that, that went viral? It was just uh, the how to build a capsule wardrobe post. Wow. And, yeah. And so the, 
did it go viral on Instagram on the, like, did it get like picked up by a couple of these, like, um, I call them DJ Mm -hmm. sites that just like, they comb the internet and like, you can go on and say, these are like the best 10 blog posts that we saw today. I mean, how did it, how did it go from you putting it on on the website to you getting 40,000 followers in a week? Yeah. And you guys, that's not normal. (laughs) No, no, (laughs) not normal. Don't go start a blog right now and think you're going to get that. I don't, I truly am so lucky. I don't know how that happened. Um, but let's see. I forgot the question you asked. Did, did like a site pick it up oh, and yeah. be like, how, how did it get amplified? Cause that's how, that's right. for those of you that don't know, like that's how viral stuff happens. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily you do something and then, I, you know, so one day a thousand people are reading your blog and the next day 40,000. Mm-hmm. Typically what happens is you share something, someone sees it or picks it up. They put it on their blog. That gets a little bit more traffic than you do. And then someone else reads that blog. And so it kind of just like spreads just like yeah. a virus I and mean, that's kind of how it works yeah that sounds a negative connotation but i mean i don't know how it's the <laughs> viral virus but so do you remember some like what were the how did it kind of get to that yeah um i think it was dallas mom's blog is the one that picked it up i think and from there it just got like shared on facebook so many times it crashed my site <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a day <laughs> so Looking for, I mean, is this what you want to do for, I mean, I'm assuming you're building a business around it and things like that. And, yeah. and what's kind of looking forward, you know, do, are you wanting to start, do you want to get in design? Do you want to like, what? what that what is the question, do? isn't it? Um, at the moment, I'm really trying to just be good where I am. Yeah. I'm so happy blogging. It's a perfect fit for my personality because, like I will say for the millionth time, I'm an introvert. Yeah. And so the fact that I just kind of get to sit at home and write mm-hmm. is so wonderful and so fitting for me. Um, I don't take it lightly at all. And the, also the fact that I can live in Abilene while doing it is just, just incredible. Um, but as far as next steps go, I mean... I am interested in, you know, whether it's actually designing clothes or, you know, manufacturing them, like possibly here yeah. <laughs> or, um, starting a little, just, you know, curating a little shop or even an online shop. I mean, the, the, there are a lot of ideas that I have right, right now. None of them feel like the one, but, um, you know, with, I think that the the things I've learned from blogging will translate into something new. The same way that my photography skills translated into the blog. Like right. whenever I was first thinking of starting a blog, I was thinking, well, I don't really know anything about blogging, but I sure as heck know how to take a picture. Mm-hmm. I can do that. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Well, and, and you talked a little bit about being able to do it here in Abilene. I, I would guess that you've had many people try to give you advice that you need to move to Dallas mm-hmm. or San Francisco or back to Seattle, some of these bigger metropolitan areas mm-hmm. to grow that audience to, to, you know, not only just the number of people, but just different locations where you can do photo shoots and different things. Yeah. Um, why have you decided that y'all are just going to, y'all are going to be in Abilene? Has that been a conscious thing or just been, you know, this is where we are right now and we'll see where we are moving forward. Yeah, it was 100% conscious. Um, we always planned on being like big city people, you know, and a lot mm. of people for like Aaron works, my husband, Aaron works in tech. I'm sort of in the fashion world. And you would think that we would need to be in a bigger city to do that. Um, but we just actually realized that 
getting into a bigger city doesn't automatically make you that person or give you those opportunities. It's like, you still have to go out and get them. You still have to like make the change and make it happen. Um, and we just sort of realized we can do that here. Mm. You know, it doesn't, I don't know. I think now, especially with the internet, it's like a living in a big city doesn't have to be a, a prerequisite. It's helpful. It can, I mean, yeah. it's very helpful, but it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say too, especially with, with Aaron in tech and you in fashion, like you said, the kind of standard response from people that don't live in Abilene or, or don't live in their hometown, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. they don't have to be Abilene specifically, is you need to be in this big metropolitan areas. But the internet that, that we've grown up with has, if it says anything, it's good always wins. You know, like if you have, if if you do a good blog, then people are going to see it. it doesn't matter if you're in Abilene or Eula or Clyde America yeah. or Dallas. Like the internet doesn't care. The internet, for the most part, doesn't even know where you are. Right. It's, and so... If, if you're able to be in a situation that makes you feel super comfortable and you feel inspired and you feel like everything else in your life is at a good place where you can just focus on being really good at what you want to be really good at, the internet doesn't care. The internet doesn't, you know, it used to be you had to live in Dallas because you needed those eyeballs. You needed to have shows. You needed to have, you know, concerts or whatever in those big cities, but you can do it from anywhere and the internet's able to amplify that. Yeah. All over the place. Exactly. It's so cool. But when did you, because I, I was looking through as, as we're getting ready for the day, but you started also talking not just about your closet though, but about home decor. Was that part of yeah. just like remodeling your house and like, hey, I'm going to start, since we're doing this, I'm going to start covering it in the blog or was it, hey, I want to start doing this too. How do we do our, Why don't we do, you know, kind of practice on our own house? What was kind of that process? Yeah. Oh man. Well, so first of all, I got to say that, um, one of, one of the reasons we were so excited to move back to Abilene was because we could afford a house <laughs> and a house has always been sort of like our, um, special place. Our, I mean, we just, we love working on home projects and having people over and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, whenever we had the opportunity to move back here and buy a house, we jumped at it. Um, we totally renovated our house and it was a blast and it's just kind of, it's, it's a huge part of my life as far as like hobbies go that I am pretty passionate about, you know? And so I've been sort of searching for the next thing with the blog lately. Um, and I just actually feel like kind of bringing the house into it is a natural fit because it's, I sort of take the same approach that I take um, you know, with my closet to my house. And so I could just, you know, it could be interesting. What has been the, I don't know if surprising is the right word, but kind of like, wow, this is crazy moment that's happened from the success of the blog. Has it been someone that's like reached out to you on social media? It's like, Hey, I follow you. You know, or was it someone giving a call and say, Hey, we want to do something with you. What's been kind of the, yeah. Oh my gosh, pinch my pinch me. Is this real life? Type yeah. Um, there've been a few of those. Um, let's see. Yeah, this is a this is a big one and a crazy one that I don't talk about very much. Um, but <laughs> I was asked to go be on the Today Show. No way! That's amazing. Yeah, I know. But here's the here's the nuts thing. <laughs> I actually said no because to be honest, like it is just it's not me. Yeah. Like it didn't feel right. 
it I didn't really want the publicity and it just it just didn't feel right. People are always like, that's not that's not a real answer. Like that's ridiculous. No, it but makes complete really, sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. We, we talk about it a lot in, in our business when we do consulting for small businesses is when you're building a brand, the mo- number one thing you have to be is you have to be authentic to yourself. And, you know, those people, some of those same people that are saying, how'd you pass up that huge opportunity? If you were there and didn't feel comfortable and, and didn't feel like you were able to present yourself the way that you wanted to, it probably, it may not hurt your business, but like mm-hmm. you, it, it, I, I respect that in on the just just strictly from the branding side of this is me this is who I am mm-hmm. I don't need to be the next right. Vera Wang I yeah. don't you know if that comes through me doing it my way so be it we'll cross that bridge when we get here but but you know I have a great life and I'm, I'm happy with where I am and and if you know, I don't, I don't need to put myself in situations that I don't want to be in. Like, isn't that the whole yeah. point of, of working for yourself right. and doing your own thing is like, I don't feel like I have to do what I don't want to do. Yes. That is exactly where I'm coming from. I feel like you just summed it up. <laughs> <laughs> the, the last thing I wanted to ask you about was, so you started with photography and then you got into blogging. Mm-hmm. Blogging includes some writing. Did you, yeah. did you always like writing? Did you like, yes. okay, so I got the pictures down. Now I've got to do you know did you practice writing i mean because that's a big part of a blog it's not just i mean your photos are amazing obviously but it's also the way that you write and the way that you connect with the community that you build around there what's that what was that process like of going from just pictures like you know on instagram here's my Mm -hmm. pictures to blogging is is really more storytelling than anything else it truly is it's definitely the hardest part of my job the most time-consuming part of it um and I take a ton of pride in it. Like I work on those posts. I spend so many hours on those posts. I think sometimes it's easy to think that people just sort of sit down and like pop it out and it's, it's done. <laughs> nope. nope. <laughs> it takes hours and work and so much editing and so much thought. Um, yeah, when I started, well, I've always loved writing. I'll, I'll preface with that. Even in high school, you know, I was always like, number one, yeah. English, <laughs> in, you know, in English class, always like little miss. I'm happy to be in English class. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's see. But then moving into blogging when I first started, I was focusing more on the photos. And so I was just kind of writing a little blurb here and there. But as I got more into um, into blogging, I just realized, you know, I really, one of my favorite things about this platform is the fact that I can help people and offer something just truly helpful. That's always the word that I come back to is, is this helpful? And um, so I started writing a little bit more in depth and um, really it's just, it's just been practice over time since I'm blogging almost every day. That's my, that's my practice, you know, and and I've been doing that for, you know, so many years now. And so at this point it's feeling more um, like, I feel like I can sort of embody the, the like writer, Persona. What am I trying to say? Person. Persona. Persona. Yeah. I mean, you're, yeah. you're kind can, of putting on using that club, if yeah. you will. You're like I'm, that com- tool. I'm confident yeah. as a writer. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Very cool. Well, you've been super gracious with your time, I, but I did want to end with with one final question that that I end all the podcasts with is just I think one of the biggest things for the future of our community, which is something that we're trying to do with the blog, is to not just look at what's going on now, but also look to the future, and so. 
do you have like a big dream, a big goal for either the community or your blog or your perfect, like what's something that you are like, man, this would be awesome. Oh man, so many dreams. <laughs> Don't even get me started. I could list off probably like 10 dreams. So Aaron and I are very entrepreneurial and we are always scheming on the next thing we can do. Um, yeah, you know, talking about possibly clothing manufacturing, like trying to bring some jobs to Abilene or, um, or even just, you know, something small scale, like just owning a shop or yeah. something. Um, on the other hand, like on the home side, Aaron and I are super passionate about home stuff. And so, you know, it would be fun to, to do something with that in Abilene. Um, but we absolutely have a huge desire to, you know, start a business here um, create jobs here. Like we just want to invest in this community. And so we're always, always <laughs> dreaming. I can tell you, we've already been through like, you know, four iterations of like possible, uh, possible businesses we could own. And someday one of them's just going to be right. And we're just going to yeah, go for it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for letting me visit with you and, and parade you with a bunch of questions, but more importantly, honestly, thank you for making Abilene your home and, and, and being a part of the community, uh, it's amazing. If you, if you don't already follow Caroline, already follow her on Instagram, go follow her now. Caroline underscore joy, unfancy, un-fancy.com. Uh, check her out. You know, someone from Abilene, living in Abilene and, and reaching many, many more people that you can possibly imagine. So, so thank you for, for being part of our community. Thank you. Just wanted to thank Caroline for coming on the podcast uh, and visiting with us. I really appreciate it. I hope that those of you that didn't know a whole lot about Caroline's business model and the way that that people uh, are making money using the internet now maybe have a better grasp of it. Uh, Those of you that didn't know how to follow Caroline or find her website now do. But I really just wanted to showcase and celebrate somebody using uh, what some people call Internet 2.0 or this new new way of Internet uh, marketing and selling and making money and turning into a business uh, was able to do that right here in Abilene. We don't have to go to these big metropolitan areas. And so I really appreciate Caroline being willing to come on and, and talk to us. I know that a little different than, than the typical people we have on the podcast, but I really wanted to give a platform for, for someone like Caroline to really be able to celebrate uh, what she's been able to do, uh, her and her husband have been able to do living in the community, being a part of the community. I really, I really hope that we are at the podcast are able to do more interviews with people like Caroline that are um, living their dream right here in Abilene at a young age and really uh, wanting to make a, a impact in the community. So again, I want to thank her and, and Aaron for, for doing what they do and for being part of the community. Um, and, and I encourage Anybody that's of a young professional age that, that's listening, if you want to talk about what you are doing in, in the community or what your goal is to do something in the community, let me know. Again, follow me on Facebook, Grant Vandiver on Facebook, The Conversation Dash Abilene, Grant underscore 325 on Facebook, Grant underscore 325 on Twitter, uh, Grant 325 on Snapchat. I'm super reachable. I would love to hear from different parts of the community on how to make the podcast better, different guests, but I'm really, really excited. We're 15 episodes in and I really feel like we have have covered a lot of different areas of the community. I'm really excited about where this goes in the future. 
but but I couldn't be more excited about being able to visit with Carolina this week. I hope you enjoyed. No matter what, I hope that you keep dreaming big dreams for Abilene.